Hope everyone's day is going well. Today I'm going to be talking about how I'm starting to learn what is meaningful to me in my life and how I know what's meaningful to me and what I believe in, what I want more of. Growing up, I didn't really get a lot of my needs met and I was really focused on how I was going to get them met. And it kind of just became a way of living that I got used to, you know, noticing where I wasn't getting my needs met, who wasn't treating me well, and being upset about it and obsessing about it and and trying to control it. And that's really understandable because as children, in order to survive, what happens is it's a coping mechanism to keep us safe, to think that soon this person's going to be able to meet my needs. If I only try harder, then my needs are going to be met. As opposed to the crushing reality of coming into acceptance that maybe these people are not capable of meeting my needs. And that, for me, was way too painful to experience and to feel. And the only way that I was able to let go of that hope and come into acceptance and pay attention to my own life and what's meaningful to me, I really had to first heal my trauma and my wounds that was holding me back from letting go of being a victim. And in next episode, I'm going to be talking about my trauma recovery and really focus on that. But in this episode, I'm going to be talking about how I'm learning to focus on what's meaningful to me in my life. So as I started working through my trauma and healing my pain, I really wanted to be happy. And I wanted to be free and let go of being a victim. Let go of paying attention always to what I wasn't getting in my life. And slowly I'm learning how to do that. And one way I'm practicing doing that is trying to take the focus off of what everyone else is doing and not doing and put the focus back on myself. What am I doing? What do I want? Who do I want to be? What's meaningful to me in my life? And the way that I get to know that is really by watching and observing life. Everything in life is an opportunity to teach me who I am and who I want to be. Every single situation, if I see something that I like, it teaches me, oh, I like that. That's meaningful to me. If I see something I don't like, it's like, oh, I don't, that's not meaningful to me. How do I be different? How do, how am I going to be different than that? So for example, let's say somebody is very, very loving to me and it feels really good. Then that's a sign that being loving is really meaningful to me. And I can say, oh, how can I be that way to myself? That feels so good when that person compliments me. How do I compliment myself and how do I, I want to compliment others because that's something that I really love. Or if somebody has beautiful clothing and I see it and I love it, instead of saying, oh, you know, don't look at what other people have, it's like, no, that's actually a sign of what's meaningful to me. I like beautiful clothes. Do I want to go buy some beautiful clothes or it's just something to notice that I appreciate Everything in life is just a sign of what I appreciate and what I like and what I want. And we're all entitled to want things and get things and need things. And that's something very opposite too of like what I used to think. I used to think that, oh, don't be jealous. Don't look at what other people have, which is true not to be jealous and to appreciate what I have. But it just feels so much more empowering for me to see something that I love and be like, oh, okay, I really appreciate that. I really like that. You know, maybe that's something that, That teaches me something that I want to work towards getting. And instead of trying to shut it off and not want it or not look at it. I'm going to share an example about something that I don't want 
that teaches me what I do want. So I went on a hike last summer with some people. And as we were hiking, I started to notice that everyone was on their phones. And it was really upsetting to me because in my opinion, you go on a hike, you want to spend time with the people, talk to them, and everyone's busy talking to everyone else. And at first, I started to feel really angry and really, really upset and really judgmental. Why were these people ignoring me? What's the point of going on a hike if you're just on your phones? And then I started to ask myself, you know, what's meaningful to me here? What is this teaching me here? And the first step is definitely not being in denial about my feelings. It didn't feel good that they were talking on their phones and that's okay and to have compassion that it doesn't feel good and validate my feelings for it but then to recognize that what's meaningful to me is to be present and to appreciate people when I'm going on a hike with them or when I'm spending time with them and to put my phone away and my phone was away and I started to really appreciate that about myself that I'm somebody who appreciates connection and presence and Although I wasn't able to talk to them because they were on their phones, I really started to appreciate that about myself and even more recognize that I wanted to acknowledge people when I'm in their presence and try to put my phone away even more. And I started to feel this like positive feeling about myself, about who I am and what I want and how I can be the change instead of putting the focus only on, well, I can't believe that they did that. There's a serenity prayer that says, God grant me the serenity to accept the people I cannot change, the courage to change the one I can, and the wisdom to know that one is me. So I see people around me. I see things I can't change. I can't change them. I don't like what I see. I acknowledge it. But then what can I learn and change about me here? Another thing that tells me about who I want in life is mistakes. Every mistake that I make teaches me more about who I am. My son was not cleaning up and he needed to clean up and I was in a really bad place and I started yelling at him and being very controlling and rude about it and I felt myself losing control and I just let it out on him he got so upset he ran to his room and slammed the door and locked the door and in that moment I stopped and I breathed I calmed myself down and I felt what do I want here? What am I doing? And I realized what I'm doing is I'm letting out my frustration onto my child. I don't want to do that. What's meaningful to me is connection. Love is self-regulation, not letting things out on my child. So once I recognized that, I knocked on his door and finally he opened it. I sat down next to him on his bed. He was crying and I hugged him tight and I looked at him and I said to him, I completely understand your feelings. And I am so sorry that I let out my feelings onto you. That is not okay. And my job is to take care of my feelings so that I don't let it out on you. And I am really going to work on that. And and although it's so sad that I made that mistake, that mistake led me to what's more meaningful. There's so many things that led me to what's meaningful in that. What's meaningful to me is to not let it out on my kids, to apologize, to take responsibility, to communicate, to repair the relationship after there was damage done. And all those things lead to more closeness, more connection, more understanding of humanity. My, my children can understand, you know, when they make a mistake that they can apologize. And it was so beautiful to me because a similar situation happened, but much less because I generally 
now do self-regulate and everything, but I was not in a good place. I hadn't slept and I just wasn't feeling good. And one of the things I do when I don't feel good is get controlling. (laughs) And well, it's not funny that kind of embarrassing, but yeah. Anyways, so I told my son, pick up the toys and like, like a rude way. And he did. And afterwards I went over to him and I said, you know what? I'm so sorry that I let it out on you. I'm in a, not in a good place today. I'm really tired. It really has nothing to do with you. And he looked at me and he said, mom, do you think I expect you to be perfect and never be honest about your feelings? Like you're going to try to, I don't expect you to hold it in and like pretend when you're not okay. And I, I mean, I laughed and I said, okay, should I let it out full force next time? And like, we laughed and I gave him a hug and I just told him how sweet and how kind and how understanding he was and how proud I was of him that he was able to see that it wasn't personal. But this story is, it's so beautiful to me because the reason why we were able to come to this place where he was able to have that compassion for me and we were able to connect that way and he was able to not take it personally was because of the times where I did mess up and I explained to him that it wasn't personal and I connected with him. So now when he sees me being like that or hopefully other people being like that, he's able to have compassion. And so me using these things as an opportunity to change and to communicate and to add more love is causes a rippling effect where now my son is able to give me love during those times and me acceptance and me understanding and it was really beautiful moment and all learning we all mess up but the question is what do we do with it and what can we learn about it and how can we add meaning to our lives from it a lot of times things that I see are bothering me in others I'm actually doing to myself or to other people myself And so when I see something I don't like, of course, like I said, the first sign is definitely validating and understanding myself and not being in denial. But then it's like, okay, do I do this to myself? Do I do this to others? And how can I work on changing that? So I don't know, for example, in traffic, you know, sometimes a car cuts me off or doesn't let me in and I get so mad. How dare they? That's disgusting. Who do they think they are? And then it's like, wait a second. Do I do that to other people? Yeah. A lot of times I don't let cars in doesn't matter how badly they're trying to get in I'm like no way I'm not letting you in so now I see how I don't like it I can be more compassionate and kind and let another car go before me because I do that myself or I see parents on the phone all the time in the car or at the park and their kids you know are trying to talk to them and they're ignoring them and I was so judgmental I'm like I can't believe these parents are not paying attention to their kids and then it's like wait a second am I on the phone yeah all the time I'm always looking at my phone I'm And so I decided that when my kids are in the car, I'm not going to be on the phone anymore. And I don't. I put my phone away. I mean, I'm not perfect. Sometimes I pick up a call for a few minutes. But generally, my kids come first. And even if we're not talking, I want them to know that I'm available for them and that they're more important to me than the phone. I can have a conversation with somebody another time. And the way that I came to that is because I realized that I didn't like that seeing that in other people. And so then I need to work on that myself. And so... Basically, everything in life points us to more love, more light, more connection if we're willing to see it. What is meaningful to me here? How can I make a difference here? What is this teaching me about myself? How can I be the change that I want? I meet my needs instead of focusing on how my needs are not being met. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. You can find me on my Instagram at livelovinnerpeace. And you can also email me at reclaimyourvoicepodcast at gmail.com.